get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bonga Fish Angari, glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. First Peter chapter number 2, verse 5. So, ye also as living stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood. That's us. To offer up spiritual sacrifices. Do you know you are a priest? You are a priest. That's what the Bible says. Under the New Testament, every one of us is a priest. And what, what do priests do? They offer up sacrifices. So it says you also to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Under the Old Testament, they didn't show up in the presence of God without their sacrifices. They didn't show up without offering their sacrifices. Under the New Testament also, we offer up sacrifices. But what are these spiritual sacrifices? It calls them. What are these? Number one, according to the Bible, I will mention just three of them. Number one, the Bible talks about that in Romans chapter number 12 verse 1 Romans 12 verse 1 quickly the first sacrifice that you must give to God I beseech you therefore brethren for, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies your bodies a living sacrifice that's the first kind of sacrifice I'm not saying it in the order of their importance I'm only giving you okay the first sacrifice is your body holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service you know many christians don't know how important their bodies their body is to god you see many times you don't know how important your body is you just think well it's only my spirit uh -uh. of course your spirit was what god saved but your body is equally important to god the Bible calls your body the temple of the Holy Spirit for a reason. It didn't say your spirit is the temple of the Holy Spirit. In reality, your spirit is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But the Bible has to specifically say your body. So that you know the importance of it. The connection your body has with God. Well, it's my body. I can do anything with it. You cannot. If you're born again, you cannot do anything with your body. You see, the reason why we do whatever we want to do with our bodies because we've not been well taught that's why it's good to be well taught when you're well taught you know that you can't just do anything with your body okay uh, like somebody says my life let me leave it out it cannot be your life except you're not born again if you're born again it's no longer your life it's not god's life he's the one in charge of your life now so he says you should present your bodies a living sacrifice how do you present it you give him your body. That's what he's saying. So when anytime you give God your body, that's a sacrifice. And he says it's a living sacrifice. Holy. How do you present it? You present it to be holy, acceptable unto God. That means there are some bodies that are not acceptable. Although they are Christians, but their bodies are not acceptable unto God. He says holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Mm. Amplified version of the same scripture. It will break it down even further. 
I appeal to you therefore brethren and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies. A decisive dedication of your bodies. You must decide to do this. Presenting all your members. All your members include your eyes, your ears, your fingers, your nose, every part of your body. You present that to God. All your members. When you are born again, you restrict what you look at, what you watch, what you see. It's part of your members. It is presented unto God. Your ears. What do you use them to hear? What kind of music? What kind of things? Nonsense. There are some people around you that may be some nonsense and you're listening to them. Some corrupt words. Dirty conversations. And you're there. Listen, you ought to walk away. My ears don't listen to such. It is presented unto God. You want to walk in the anointing? In your life, your body must be presented to God. Otherwise, your body becomes a non-conductor for the anointing. You see, this is important. You present your body. This is also one of the ways to keep your body out of sickness. Presenting all your members. As a Christian, you cease to just go anywhere. You let your leg carry you to where you shouldn't be. I was on my own. They now invited me. I was my. Were you supposed to be there? They invited me, and I don't know how to say. I don't. I can't say no. I can't say no because I don't want to offend him. Is it not better to offend him than to offend the spirit of God that dwells in you? I think God should be your number one. The spirit of God should be your number one. Okay, you you can have this mindset, and you're still dancing to the wrong things with your. But you are shaking the whole of your body. This one is not one member. Even if you're doing like this. You say you are dancing with your finger. You are still wrong. To the wrong music. Not talk of the whole of your body. You are shaking everything. Your legs, your head. You are shaking it. You say, ha. Eh, come on. Eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's wrong. You know, like Paul said, that when I was a child, I acted like a child. Thought like a child. Spoke like a child. He says, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. You need to learn to put away childish things. There's a time you go, there's a level you grow to. And that's not like high, high, high. You have to, from now, you grow to, up to that. You stop dancing to the wrong. What's your business with them? You're not of this world. You're different. Must you, what is your business with them that you are jumping to the same thing they are jumping? He say, eh, but that's religion. I, I have to separate religion. What's religion? Christianity. Christianity is not. This is your life. This is the life you ought to live. If you truly want to grow spiritually, you will not be living a double life. Don't live a double life in your life. Live for Christ. Yes or no. <laughs> you know, you can, you, can, you can be handsome and look handsome or beautiful and dress well and yet not go in the way of the world. You don't, you, if you don't do those things, it does not mean your life will be boring. Never. It just means that you'll be more spiritual. You'll be more sensitive. See, things don't just happen to you anyhow in your life. Now you are now running around for help. No. They say, I like that girl. She's so beautiful and spiritual. <laughs> She's sensitive. You can't plan against her. She will know. <laughs> you plan to double cross her somewhere. She won't pass that road. You, she just, the Holy Spirit. Mm, mm. 
she turned another way. <laughs> Not I like that girl. She's beautiful and a dummy. That's the bad one. No, 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 no. We are full of the Holy Ghost. And to do this, you must present your members and faculties. Now, I discovered that the word faculty refers to your ability, your skill. It means your ability, your skill, your power. You present that to God. Your skill. Some people are skillful, but they never use it in church. They can use it anywhere else. In their friend's birthday party, they know how to DJ. They'll be DJing. They're... Okay. They like that one. But in church, ah, I don't want anybody to see me. <laughs> they will hide themselves. So where do you use this skill? You are not presenting this skill to God. You are presenting it to the word. And what you are doing is, if you don't actually know if you don't, I will let you know now. You are actually helping the devil to fulfill his purpose. You need to understand it. See what I'm saying? I want to tell you. The devil works through secular things. Secular music. Secular. Um, I'm not saying all secular are devilish. That's not what I'm saying. But he functions. If he's going to carry out assignment, he does it through those things. So you are helping him to expand his gospel. Do you understand? Instead of you helping God with his own gospel, you are helping... You know that's not a gospel in reality. But I'm just saying that in quotes. You are helping him to persecute, persecute his mission. That's what you are helping him do. So he's achieving what he wants to achieve, but you are using your own talent to help him do it, but you don't know. It's like that guy, I won't mention his name, the pop king of pop, something, something, that died many years ago. Okay? Now, if you ask him, are you a devil? He will tell you he's not a devil. He may even mention Jesus to you. But his talent, he used his talent. The devil was able to use, do what he wanted to do through his talents. People will not go to church when he's having a concert. They prefer to be in his concert than to be in church. And so many people wanted to be like him. Even he himself was deceived of the, of the devil. His skin color had to change. He knows how to change somebody. Say, nah, I know him. Well, I don't care. <laughs> All right, glory to God. All right. Now you have to understand because somebody says, oh, you know, secular is not. No, I'm not saying secular is wrong. But the problem with secular things is that they are channels for the devil. That's why many times we distance ourselves. Because the devil works softly through these things without you knowing. And you have no choice. You begin to speak their slang. The slang, you don't know where it came from. Some of them came from hell. Introduced into the world. You begin to speak their slang. Begin to do things like dance their music. They say, the new dance that is coming out now is like this. And now they are jumping like a... And that might represent a demon in hell. But you don't know. You begin to jump like a monkey. And you are happy you are getting it. Continue. That's your body. Don't present your faculties to Satan. Brothers and sisters, listen. I'm not here to knock anybody out. I'm not knocking anybody out, but you have to listen to this. I've met a lot of young people, and most of the time when you sit down with them and talk with them, and ask them, all right, tell me about this, your dream. Listen to the guy. He will tell you, um, 
uh, I'm an artist, which is not bad at all. He said, that's what I do. Okay, this is your... What, what are you using it to sing? They tell you, yeah, well, <laughs> because, you know, he knows the pastor in front of him. Well, well um, I, I sing songs. I sing songs about marriage. See, he's covering it. I sing marriage songs. Um, uh, he wouldn't say love song, really. If he says love song, then you know, I sing love song. If he asks, why, why this love song? Not, you know, God is love and um, God wants everybody. <laughs> I'm serious what I'm telling you. Uh, 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 I, I said, if, if you ask him, okay. Now, uh, have you thought of singing to glorify God? <laughs> Pastor, I do. I have about two tracks that are gospel. They're just gospel. Listen to the tracks. Tell him to sing it. Then. <laughs> He's trying to sing the song. Listen. The lyrics, very carnal. He will now put God there. God. He won't mention Jesus, who, but he will mention Baba God. God. Papa. God. Jeho. Uh, Jah. You see? You see? They are deceiving themselves. They are deceiving themselves. Your faculties have not been presented. As a Christian, and you know that your home is with Jesus, that's where you want to end up, with Jesus. Think again what you're doing. Think. Think. Listen to me. There are those in the entertainment industry that are Christian, sound Christian. And they could do some of these things to make money. That's like doing business too. Like selling to people. This is what they are doing. But they are doing purely. There are people like that. They are disciplined. I'm not talking about those ones that are singing Robbie Songo. That one is not. They, you, they, you can't find any sound Christian singing those songs. Hey baby. Hey baby baby. Your love they make me crazy. <laughs> now that one is carnality. No sound Christian we ever, quote me anyway, no sound Christian we ever sing like that. No sound Christian. How can such thing be coming out of your mouth? And then you have them in pants, dancing. And you are dancing around them like this. You say you are a sound Christian. No, you're not. Uh, your being born again should even be questioned. They should ask you, why were you born again? Who led you? Born again to God or to Satan? There are some things that a Christian would not think of. He leave them for those of the world. There are two groups. Those of the world and the church. So if the church is beginning to behave, like I can't imagine myself inviting. I understand some, some people too, even in church, they try to invite some hip-hop artists to come and sing at my own altar. Ah, God forbid. <laughs> it should never happen. And the hip-hop artists, they say that, yes. And they will use it to gather people. People will come. And we undo the microphone. Check such churches. No anointing. If people truly fall under the power there, the power of the Holy Spirit is moving. They will never dishonor that place. To call such before you come up, you will be born again first. And before you handle our microphone, you will go through my wife. My wife will put you through some things. You will be taught. You listen to my messages. Listen very, very well. Let it enter you. Uh -huh. We cannot let you come and handle the microphone. Not somebody coming from you say because he's a star, he's coming. Yo, yeah, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> God forbid. You are your yo yo outside. Glory. <laughs> That's important. 
Because some people, it doesn't matter. We can't be condemning people. Hey, it has nothing to do with condemning. The church is a holy place. Somebody who's dancing with naked girls will now come and handle the microphone in church. You are trying to promote that kind of music. No, it's not done. The body of Christ is different from the world. No matter how the pastor may say it, it's because we are one. And Jesus ate with sinners. Hey, excuse me, shut your mouth. There was no place that Jesus, when Jesus laid hands on his disciples, the Bible says on his disciples, they went, did he lay hands on any sinner there? Only his disciples were saints. And there's a difference between being in the company of someone and being their companions. There's a difference. You can come in among them to win them. Not that they are your companions. Often, you're always going around with them. You say, I'm trying to win them. No, you're not trying to win them at all. That's not how to do it. You present your bodies, present your faculties as a living sacrifice. Holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, <laughs> which is your reasonable. Okay, let me take it somewhere now. Mm. <laughs> First Corinthians. First Corinthians. Some of you may not like me now, but I got to be honest. First Corinthians chapter number 5. <laughs> we'll read the first verse first. <laughs> uh, you know I'm called. And I'm anointed. You, you, you all know that. Okay, good. So I'm not trying. It's when you are not anointed. You understand? No power. That's when you can be hiding some things because you want crowd to come. So you hide something, say, let them just all come. And you come here, we'll not be entertaining you. Say, beat some of those guys. That guy, that hip-hop guy beats, beat it. People will like it, they will come. You know, young people, let's entice them. Not in this place. We entice you by the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so when you come here, you are really, if you want to, listen, if you want to be of the world, you be of the world. In the church of Christ, we don't encourage such. We encourage your spiritual growth. That's why you are here. If you go to a church and what they are doing there is like what they are doing on your TV. You don't have any business being there. There's no difference. When you come to the house of God, you ought to be built spiritually. You come out, you feel like, wow, I'm more spiritual than I came in. All right, let's read this one. One to go, everybody. Hey! This is another degree of fornication. <laughs> you know we are talking right now some of you are, you are in suit and like St. Paul and St. Peter <laughs> as a get to now ah, Father I thank you for today's service Lord I give you praise Lord I thank you Lord I thank you Lord I thank you what is playing oh baby 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 you just came from church <laughs> it's like pouring water on all the fire and I say, oh God, help me. I want to grow spiritually. Father, help me. The Holy Spirit is saying, what about those rubbish songs and those films on your phone? You are killing this voice. Oh, Father! Shouting loud. <laughs> you cannot serve two masters. You can't be of this world and be of the kingdom at the same time. Of course, you can be born again and still live that kind of life. But it won't help you so much. you just be going backward, forward. Backward, forward you know is god going back and forth <laughs> uh glory to god all right now ninth verse 
wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators. This is very heavy. He's telling them not to keep company with fornicators. You see, when as Christians we begin to distance ourselves from some people, they say it's too proud. Uh uh. He says, don't company with fornicators. Now, watch something here. I told you there's a difference between company and companionship. Companionship means you're regularly with them. Company means as occasion demands, you have to be among them. Now, watch this now. He says, I wrote unto you in an episode not to company with fornicators. What fornicators is he talking about? Let's read on. Next verse. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world. Or with the covetous. Now, one moment. Not altogether with the fornicators of this world. What is he saying? The fornicators of this world. Those sinners. I'm not saying you shouldn't company with them. Why? You need to company with them to win them in. Did you get that? You will see further now. That one is important. Not in companion. You shouldn't be in companionship with them. But you need to be around them as occasion demands to win them in. Okay? So that's what he's saying. But let's read on. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters. For then must he needs go out of the world. If you say you're not going to company with these ones of this world, he says then you have to check out of this world because they're always there. Okay, so you, you need to go around them. <laughs> but listen now. Next verse. Is that the next verse? But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such and one no not to eat. You don't understand? He's trying to tell you that if any Christian is any of this, you know that that brother is a Christian but he's still living this kind of life. He says go away from him distance yourself he says but if that one is not a christian company with him for what purpose to win him not companionship company with him as occasion demands he's trying to let you know how serious it is for a christian to live this kind of life he says when a christian is living this kind of life run away go away from those say i'm trying to help him iron sharpness iron no he's no longer an iron it's a, he has become a wood so he cannot sharpen. That's the fact. So you, what do you do? You distance yourself. Because in a short while, you're going to begin to do the same thing. The same in the name of Christian brother. And according to the Bible, fornication is a sin. Some people don't like to hear it. It is. It is. And that's where I need to caution you. There's a difference between courtship and dating there is no such thing as dating in christianity maybe i should pause one moment you may not like you nobody can run out of this place now nobody there stands up <laughs> because you may not like this now but i need to tell you i need to tell you this there is no such thing as dating in christianity it's something of the word we don't have boyfriend and girlfriend in christianity it is wrong that's the world's method. I cannot want to buy something. I want to taste it. It will send you to hell. <laughs> taste what? <laughs> Is it Gary? What are you tasting? <laughs> no. I must be honest. 
when that is beginning to happen, you are beginning to defile the temple. And the Bible says that one will be destroyed. You don't want to get yourself in that mess. There is no dating in Christianity. What was the way to do it? Good. The right way to do it, if a young man sees a lady, and you think in church, a Christian lady, and it should be a Christian lady, if you go for unbeliever, you'll be sorry later. Okay? You will be. But then, a, a Christian brother sees a Christian lady, and you think that your heart is drawing towards her. <laughs> Alright, that's good. Your heart is drawing towards her. Okay. The next step you should do is to pray. Say, but me, I don't hear when I pray. Mm-hmm. Do you have a pastor? If you don't have a pastor, you are in a mess. But if you do have a pastor, go to your pastor. Your pastor will never say, Hey! Only Jesus. <laughs> he will never do that. Say, Sinner! Get out of my office! Never. According to the word of God, it is right. It is right. I encourage it so much. I give him, you sit and we will talk about it. And I will give you my best help. Not holier than thou. Holy. No, 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 no. I will so help you that you don't miss it. Because sometimes what you're seeing as a package, on the outside, the packaging, the sister is always smiling. <laughs> That's what you're always seeing. You say, hello, sister. The dimple. <laughs> That's all your... Is there any lady here with dimple? I'm so sorry. Not, I don't mean you. But you see, that's not all there is to it. You need to understand. The voice like that of a bird. <laughs> it's more than that one, brother. I've been dreaming of this sister. I've been dreaming of her. Ah, since that day that she sang that song. She's not going to be singing to you 24 hours a day when you're married. <laughs> there are other parts of her that you need to know. And she will be good at hiding those parts. You see that? Or he will be good, if the guy, at hiding those parts. The only one that knows everybody completely is the Holy Ghost. What nobody else knows about him or her the Holy Spirit knows. You see, when you begin to, when you don't calm down, and you begin to see, you're beginning to shake. <laughs> ah, hey, I had a dream, Seth. That, uh, I, I saw her bringing flower, flower, flower in my dream. <laughs> Sir, it's just that I'm so convinced in my spirit ah, that he's the one, that brother, that brother is the one. Ah, Why? Because of this certain perfume that he uses when he passes like this. Ah. Okay. Those things there are things behind those. Only the Holy Ghost sees that. He knows everything. Not only that, the Holy Spirit knows the end from the beginning. He knows how that fellow's journey will be. He knows what the fellow has done. And he knows that at a certain age, he may not get to live past certain age. You don't know, but you are rushing. But the Holy Spirit knows that this one will not go beyond this age. You may be married 20 years. 21st year, bam, that's the end. Leaves it with the children. Ah! Especially a man, wifeless. How old are you? You're just 50 something. You still need a woman. You say, hey, 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 where do I go from here? You see, you didn't calm down. 
It's not something you come in and you go out. You cannot do that. You rush in. Uh uh, not marriage. And you know what? Even if you marry the wrong fellow in Christianity, the moment you have come in, you stay in. Listen, not what they are doing in the world. I told you, those guys are living in sin. And I wonder how some of them ever became your mentors and your role models. Somebody that has what they call baby mamas. You know, not married to anyone but having children from all of them. And you don't think that's a fool? How did he ever become your role model? Don't you think? The guy does not have a right way of planning his life. He cannot plan his life. That alone should disqualify him for you looking at him. Otherwise, you are in the same boat. It's not worth following at all. That's the life of somebody who is not organized. Who's not, who does not plan. How did it happen? But that's what the word celebrates. God has said that that's foolishness. The Bible says these very things that the word celebrates. It says it stinks to him. To God. It's abomination. They are celebrating failure. They are celebrating this life of dirt. Without knowing. They think everything is about money and fame. No brother. So you see. There is a standard in Christianity. You can't just be jumping. Uh, well, me, I, I, don't, me, I, don't, I don't even care whether... Uh, when the brother comes, uh, I will influence him with the gospel that I have. Uh, yesterday night, you influence him. <laughs> you influence him with the gospel that you have. You will influence him. You. It's even very tough when you are a lady. Influence the head of the family with the gospel. Which gospel? <laughs> By the time you are married to him, the gospel becomes a girl. <laughs> because before you said I like you know something about him he has a cool heart his heart is very soft ah that's what he will use to deceive you you see well will you follow me to church when we are married the guy will say of course of course I love God I love God just that I've not just found the church church of my of my dream ah, well will you come to my church okay he'll manage to follow you one time he'll be there and listen <laughs> And then when Lisa, he'll tell you, ah, powerful church. Where we get married, that's where we'll be going. You get married, you want to go. I say, where are you going? Say, I'm going to church. Are you crazy by this time? Can't you see your time? Ah, well, it's five o'clock. Where will you now return? My friend, get back in here. Ah, you see? He has become your head. So you need to be careful. Because some of these so-called brothers... And sisters too. So don't always let us blame brothers. <laughs> They're looking for something. If somebody is pursuing you now. Oh you are the rose in my garden. Oh you are the apple of my eye. Oh you are the butterfly in my company. Oh you are the butter of my bread. Oh and he's saying all of those things. He's looking for something. A brother who is a Christian brother is focused. He has a future. doesn't need to talk too much to impress you. He doesn't need to. How did I talk to my wife? The Lord said, you are my wife. That was what I said to her. There's no, oh, you're the rose. Ah, no, 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 no. Straightforward. The Lord said. Simple. Now, you're saying that to someone who is spiritual, it will not be an issue. For someone who is not spiritual, I say, uh-huh, is that all? 
you see? <laughs> Some of you that are laughing now, you are very guilty of this. So you're just laughing to cover it up. He said, well, is it a single seminar? Yes, it is this afternoon. <laughs> this is important. So that you won't make the mistake and find yourself in fornication. Because those things usually lead somewhere. When it starts as lost, the Bible says it will end in sin. And sin will end in death. There is no such thing as dating in Christianity. Whatever you are doing, your pastor must be aware. Must know about it. If your pastor says, go ahead. When you are going ahead, let him monitor it. Don't start going ahead with it. Because your pastor says, alright, go ahead. And you don't give him chance to monitor it anymore. You want to monitor it yourself. You will fall in sin. You are not smarter than God. That's the reason why you have pastors. Why is he doing it? For your life. The reason for all this is because of you. It's your interest we have at heart. We are not going to use scope to say, ah, no, don't, don't, don't. don't. No, of course. Does the pastor want to marry you or marry your wife or something? doesn't make sense. It's for your interest. The best life for you. That's what he's looking at. He has no choice than to fulfill this calling. He has to fulfill this calling. And he must do it so that he won't answer to God. For your life. That's why you should trust your pastor. And then you're going your own way like those of the world. I want to say something. There are two ways. I think I have to say this. Let me just follow the spirit, okay? Alright. There are two ways that you can get someone you want to marry that will be from God. And I know what I just said in quotes. There are some people that will find someone in their heart. They are just attracted to that person in the house of God. I mean their spirit now attracted to that person. And then they say, wow, this is the person. And then they meet the pastor and so on and so forth. And it's not bad at all. And then it is approved. There are some others that God will speak expressly. Usually in some occasion. That's always not always rampant. Sometimes it can be rare. Depending on what special assignment God asks for both of you together. So God will speak expressly and say, that is the person. That is the man. or That is the woman. In such case, it's rare. Not because everybody you know. Not everybody will be waiting. Oh God, tell me, who is my wife? And meanwhile, your spirit may be attracted to someone already. You see? God is already saying, that's your spirit. Okay? And you go for that person. And that's the person. One. Number two, I want to correct something. One person, because everyone here, you know, we've been taught and we thought that it means that this, everybody has one person from heaven. <laughs> that God has called your wife or husband. So if that's one now say, I'm no longer interested, you now want to die. <sighs> God, but you said that's the person. No, that's not how it is. This is what God does. God has a lot of children. And God always operates like this. Based on your environment, wherever you meet yourself, based on where you are, God helps you locate somebody that will fit in perfectly with the purpose he has given you. Such that when both of you walk together, 
you will be able to achieve what you were called to achieve as a man or as a woman. God will bring both of you together. That does not mean that that brother does not. The brother can say, I'm not interested. The person I'm looking for is Oyimbo, not black. And God will let him be. And what? God will organize someone else. Usually when God will give you someone else, it may not be in your environment, but that one will beat this one. But that one too will fit into this purpose. So he has several of them like that. Not that it's one person, is do or die. It must be this one. Who, if it's not this one, who, I will die. I will kill myself. Kill yourself. <laughs> Can you kill yourself? No, not always like that. So, in case that one is a, God said this is his will for my life. Is his will for my life. Good. But something happens and that one dies. The will is gone. Which will? No. It could organize someone else for you. What is important to God is eternity. When He brings a man and a woman together, His focus is what to achieve for His kingdom together without one disturbing the other one, without one going against the other one. And that's why people are replaced. There are pastors' wives that have been replaced before. It happens and it still happens. There are husbands that have been replaced before. You say, how would God do that? Is that not divorce? Leave that to him. He knows how to do it. He knows how to handle it. Okay. But if you walk with God, you, you just trust him. Just trust him. I think it's good to just walk with God. Glory to God. Uh -huh. And then when God tells you that's your wife or that's your husband, and then you begin to doubt, you shift yourself away from his purpose. Listen, the person may not be the person you planned in your heart. May even be the person that you don't find attractive to you. That's, that's, that's the fact. But you always remember what the word of God says. God never says, marry the person you love. Never. It's in the word they say that. Say, but I don't love her. I don't expect me to marry somebody I don't love. Uh-uh. That's in the word. In Christianity, love the one you have married. That's the Bible. So all you just need to do is, if you love God, he will give you the best person. At that moment, the person will not look like it. May not look like it. You may say, oh, uh, how do I? Say, I, don't, me, I don't believe in all those things. So I don't believe God can give you somebody you don't like. That means you don't believe in God. If you believe in God and he's your father and he's the one choosing for you, any decision he makes for you, you believe it. You heard my wife saying it the other day. That she has her own um, standard of husband she wanted to marry. And when God spoke to me about her too, I argued with God. But I've, I've learned to submit with God because I already have my own plan too. I didn't even plan to marry a Nigerian, by the way. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. <laughs> then not to talk of my wife that while we were friends, we argued a lot over doctrine issues. But when God said, that is your wife. <coughs> the first thing I did was to go on my face and was praying. <laughs> Maybe he would change his mind. Then he said something that comforted me. Oh, I'll never forget those words. And after he said it, I said, all right, yes, sir. And I was ready to go on. <laughs> Glory to God. You see. When you submit to the will of God, uh, now look now, we are married. Some of you have benefited from the marriage. 
now listen that is why it's good to listen to what god is saying if you have planned this brother in your heart ah sir the brother i really everything about him and then you meet the man of god, and the man of god said he's not the one he said eh? <laughs> say he's not the one then what do you do you begin to dodge the man of god he's coming like this ah, good afternoon sir <laughs> Is for your good. It's for your good. Oh, the man of God said she is not the one for the brothers. You know how you everything you are looking for is in this lady. Everything, everything is there. A height, she's slender. Okay. By the time you get married to her, she starts having children. Start getting robust. What will you do? You send her out. She's very slender. That's what I like about her. She's ah, her skin. Listen, can I tell you a secret? When you marry someone and that person you desire, for instance, when I had my wife, she was not making up. And I didn't like it. Didn't like ladies that how will you how will I have a wife that would not make up? Oh dear Jesus, what's this? Personally, I'm talking about me. That's me. I love when my wife appears outside to be shiny. Shiny. I love ah I said that's my wife. That's my wife. But now she was not going to make up, so that was the first argument in marriage. Ah, sister, what's going on? No. <laughs> you know, as I'm talking now to some people, that's the devil pastor. Ah, your wife should be making up. Those things are from the organ. You what? That's your business. <laughs> Some of you are enjoying this now. <laughs> That's my, listen, I'm trying to let you know that if you love God, anything is possible. Then you can't see beyond your nose. He sees everything. Some of the things you are complaining about, the thing that the reason I don't like ladies that she doesn't always make her hair. It can be corrected. Obey God. When you obey God, when both of you are in love in the marriage. You can correct it. And the Holy Spirit knows how to talk to the other person too. You don't like a wife that will not make her hair. Uh-uh. In marriage, you can correct that. And begin to help her. And correct it. Is my wife not making up now? See her makeup. You can't stand at what class. Class. When she's doing her makeup now, I don't have. But at the beginning, the first makeup that she bought, I was the one that went to buy it. <laughs> you have to make up. <laughs> because of where she was coming from. I was the one. Her hair, if she wanted to make hair, we would choose. She would say, oh, all right, now, what are you thinking? I said, this is what I have in mind for your hair. That was at the beginning, okay? <laughs> and it worked. And we appeared outside. Good. Why? Because that was what I wanted. And that's what me I desired. And it worked. And it's still working. Glory to God. <laughs> so those things can be changed. They can be changed. If the Holy Spirit is the one, it will help you. The most important thing is, are you following the voice of God? Is this what God is saying concerning him? Is, is God saying this is him? Is God saying this is the one you found her? When God is saying it, no matter the challenge you people go through, you will come out of it. Don't, worry, don't be looking for Mr. Perfect. Mrs. Perfect, you will not get that. Just follow God's leading. God knows that whatever will come up, it will be under your control. He will give you the person that anything that will come, you will be able to handle it. And then you win. And then later you people begin to teach others in marriage seminars. 
they'll be looking at your marriage and say wow what a modern marriage that's my life in the name of jesus well 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 it doesn't look like we are continuing with this lift your hands and begin to thank the lord <laughs> I appreciate it you can thank this message was produced by supernatural kingdom church to get more of our messages call 0816 0114389 Thank you and God bless you.